Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Today on Redesigning Life, I invited channeler and medium Lorianne Manns to talk to me about reincarnation and manifestation and how mediumship works. It was a great conversation. And at the end, she gave me a mini reading, which I'll discuss on the podcast, but I didn't end up including it in the recording because we spoke about past relationships and people. So because we spoke about actual people, I just thought that's not really mine to share. Um, But if if you're wondering what happened to the reading, I just didn't include it. But it's such a good conversation. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. Lorianne, thank you so much for joining me on Redesigning Life. I am very much into metaphysical, psychic mediums, new thoughts. So being that you are a medium, I have a ton of questions for you, and I'm sure you, I I hope you have answers for me. Um, So thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Redesigning Life is all about sort of living your best life. And being that you have a direct line to the other side, I'm sure you get messages all the time. So how did this even come about? Like, how did you even figure out that you had this gift? I, that's interesting. It's a twofold um, answer, really. Uh, I did have this since I was very, very young, that I... The older I get, the more I remember. <laughs> um, however, when I was 38 is when I really started um, figuring out that this was something called mediumship. And my mom was still living at the time. And my kids had just left home. I had my kids when I was 20 and 22, who are now 40 and 36. Wow. And so when they left home, I started seeing shadow people. I started having paranormal experiences. And I wasn't really fearful of it as much as I thought I was going crazy. And so my mom was still living. And so I rang her up and I said, hey, this is what's happening. What's going on? And she said, come on down and have have a cocktail with me. So I did uh, a couple hours away. And she was the one who proceeded to go on to tell me all kinds of memories from when I was a kid, things I used to do, things I used to say, that I was always like this, and that it was called mediumship. And, and does it run in your family? Sorry, does it run in your family? Because I've heard that when people tell me that they have this gift, it's like, oh, yeah, my grandmother had it, too. So did you find that anybody else in your lineage had this, this gift? Gift? Yeah. Uh, Yes. But how that came about was quite interesting as well. So here my mom is telling me all about this, and what it is, and, you know, has recommended some books and such. And uh, after she passed away, which was about four years after that, and throughout my figuring this out, um, she was very supportive, which I thought was odd because she actually served communion at the church across the street in the Catholic Church. And so we went to all girls Catholic school for 12 years and etc. I have this heavy background in Catholicism. Me too. However, however, at her funeral, this lady hugs me when you're in the procession line for your parents. And she hugged me and she whispered in my ear you're the daughter that does the readings. And I kind of backed up and I said, yes. And she said, oh, can you come and read for me? And I said, sure, while I'm in town, I can do that. So I went over and I did a reading for her. And at the end of it, she 
as the little old ladies do, she patted the back of my hand and she said, and I quote her, you read just like your mother. And I just looked at her and went, excuse me, what? What did you just say? And she said, oh, you didn't know your mom did readings. I said, oh, uh, the same lady who served, like, <laughs> what, what, served, served in the church and left her money to the church when she passed away? Um, I know. <laughs> so it was quite the shock to me. Right. And so then I, my dad's still living and I went and I asked him, I said, what is this they're talking about? They were married for almost 60 years. And she, he, and he proceeded to tell me all kinds of stories about how she did readings when he would go golfing, all the ladies would come and mediumship, psychic, she could do tea leaves and bones and uh, all the old-fashioned stuff, which I had absolutely no idea. So to answer your question, that's how I found out this comes by myself naturally. <laughs> and how does it work? Like, like for instance, it, I know when you're sitting next to someone who's asking for reading, you're focusing on any messages that are coming. But if you are just minding your own damn business at Trader Joe's trying to get some corn, you know, do yeah. you see <laughs> do you see people? Like, how does it work or do you have to tune in? Well, everyone's different, number one. How this works for me is now that I'm older and I'm seasoned in it, I've been doing this about 27 years. So um, I don't see that have that experience any longer where I'm seeing, you know, people who've passed away all the time. I do have experiences like that in public sometimes. But now I've been able to hone the craft to the where when I'm ready to work, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Other Before... It was all the time, but now I'm able to, what I tell my students, I teach and what I tell my students is this is a management skill you develop. It never goes away. So I don't see them necessarily. Uh, I mean, I'll see somebody sometimes like you'll be out to dinner and you'll see the bartender and my husband will look across at me and he'll say, stop working. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like the Long Island <laughs> medium. <laughs> yeah. He, he said, he always says, he says, your eyes do this thing. And, and I know when you're working and I'm like, oh, sorry. Okay. Oops, oops, oops. You know, but when you're a medium, you are what you do. Uh, you know, there isn't a compartmentalizing it. So it, it, it's hard to manage sometimes, but once you, it's like anything that's seasoned, you know, yeah. it's like being a new mom. Once you figure it out, you got it. You know, <laughs> does everyone have the capability of tuning in to their ancestors? I believe that's true. That's a personal thing for me. I believe that everyone can. If you're asking me, can everyone, you know, go out there and be a medium? Probably. But if you have this at a heightened ability to begin with, it's much quicker to get to the end result. Got it. Yeah. And so you've done, you sort of came into this later on in life of doing this for your occupation. You were an attorney for a short amount of time. So how did you even find the, because what a jump, Lorianne, like that is, <laughs> that is quite a, a, a pivot, if you will. So how do you, how did that happen? And how did you sort of wrap your head around not doing the so-called like lawyer life and being more sure. in a metaphysical um, sense of living? Absolutely. It was quite interesting because I was using the psychic side of my gift. I knew I was very, very high intensity psychic, which is just the prediction of future, past, present, knowing in the now, things in the now. And I knew that was very strong within myself. So I was able to use that as an attorney. 
And um, it really helped guide a lot of situations to, you know, look at the other side. And I was a, I was in corporate law, so it wasn't a lot of litigation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just knew this whole psychic side. And then the more I got into the law and what it was really all about, the less I was interested in it. And yet I saw myself using these gifts to be able to get the information I needed. And then nine times out of 10, was I correct upon it? Right. So that became a reality for me. And so I started really recognizing it much more so than that I was actually using it more so than it was just a thing that people have, you know? And so I started, that's when I started really looking at it. And I was like, wait a minute, this is actually working, you know? Right. (laughs) And so I started looking at it. And then on the medium mediumship side of it, it was just one of those things where the dead people weren't going away. <laughs> and so it wasn't really a choice so much as it was it had to be done uh, because the mediumship side just wasn't it just wasn't going to end. It, it wasn't going to stop. They were not stopping. I was being woken up. I was seeing them and knowing them and seeing people walk through your living room. And I was like, and just talking to you. And I was like, okay, I'm going crazy, or this is going to have to be something I'm going to have to look at. And so I, okay, then I have two other questions about when reincarnation happens, if, if it does exist, how do spirits live in, in, in a space or I don't even know what you want to call it, like hanging out there that you could communicate with them if reincarnation exists? Sure, we'll call it the other realm. The other, other realm. realm. The other realm. <laughs> the other realm. Because we don't know what we don't know. We don't know, really. Right. You know. So, well, to answer your question, I'm hoping I can answer that question. <laughs> I, it's a complicated one, and I haven't really gotten the answer because it's like, do you live in that other realm and then come back, or does your spirit always live in that other realm, even if you come back? Like, how does that all work? Sure. I think the best, Sabrina, I think the best answer for that is it's almost like having one foot, let's say you're going to go swimming in a lake, okay, and it's shallow, and you're going to have one foot in the water because, yeah, it's a little cold, and the other one's still on shore, and you haven't decided if you're going to go in or not, Mm -hmm. okay, and eventually you go all in (laughs) because the spirits, when they prove to you that you're who they want to work with, uh, when they prove that to you in the way of, uh, blending with you and you have so much information you don't even know what to do with you know so you're hoping you have a person in front of you that this matches because if you don't you're as a as a human you're just like what do you want me to do with all this information so you know i i like to say that and and i think you know both reggie and chris who are my co-partners in brunch by an angel which we have to talk I, we, about too we, yep 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 but we all agree on the same thing is like you know when you're in the power we call it the power when you're in the power you're in you're just in. And it is like having both feet in the in the shallow end of the lake. Like, okay, you committed and you're in. And you're literally in that water. And when you step out, it's two completely different emotions and feelings and knowings. It's the only way I can really describe it to under, to have everyone else understand, like, there's actually a difference between one and the other. I call it a realm. And we all, people who are in this industry call it a realm because we don't know what else to call it. Mm-hmm. As far as answering your question of past lives... I actually had a past life proven to me because I was like you. I didn't know what to think about that. Being an ex-attorney, I really liked the facts. <laughs> right. So, Which is why talking facts. to you is so fascinating. <laughs> I like the facts. It's I'm not a 
fluffy, you know, bandana on your head medium. I'm just, I'm, I'm, as Shane would say, you are anything but that. (laughs) Shane Um, is a mutual friend of ours, by the way, guys, uh, who introduced us. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Sorry. No, Um, my listeners want to know who we're talking about at all times. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. Um, So uh, to answer your question about reincarnation, it was actually proven to me through a past life regression that I had. And I kept, it was back in the day and I had the CD and I listened to it a few times. "Mm, Whatever. I didn't know what to think about it. Yeah. Okay. You're saying things you don't really know you're saying, but whatever. Well, then did it not come out about a few years later where I met this gentleman and I shook his hand and it was just like, it was like one of those things you see on TV. It was like, you just went like into his life and out in seconds. And I was like, what? And my friend was with me and she's like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know what that was. (laughs) And I just kind of ignored it. Well, this gentleman ended up, we ended up having a long conversation and he was telling about his past lives. I was not talking about mine and his past life completely correlated with the past life that was on that CD that I had done. Wow. And I was, and I didn't even tell him about it because I was kind of freaked out because it all played out. It was all matched. And I didn't even share my part of it because I was like, what the is happening right now? So, so when you're talking, so right then, so if there is past lives, if you're speaking to a spirit in the realm, they haven't come back onto earth yet. That's a complicated answer. Um, There's a yes and no answer to that, Sabrina. When I'm working as a medium and I'm doing like, I've left lots and lots of stage events, right? And so I'm, I'm, when you're working with someone who's in the spirit world and you know, they're still there, it's literally like having a conversation with you. Right. Okay. When you're working with a a client who's human and you're bringing through their spirit people, but you find that there's someone that you're, and this took me a long time to figure out as a medium. And then I privately trained with people from England for a long time. So I ended up having to ask my my mentor this and this was the explanation and since the explanation has this become to be a truth of mine which is when you have someone in the spirit world who's already back as a medium you'll be able to read two three things and you're not getting anything else but you're seeing like maybe how they passed away you know how old they were when they passed away and you know one piece of something that's evidential to your client but that's it you don't have a conversation going on got it and how Yes. And how you're getting that is this is what I'm told. And I'm starting to believe this to be true. Because again, I like the facts. I like things proven to me. So what's happening is they've left an imprint in the spirit world as if an imprint on a glass for an investigator to look at. Right. So when I'm, I'm experiencing this, I'll be like, oh my gosh, these people are already back. And I, I don't know that there's a timing about coming back. However, I noticed that in all of these years, a pattern that young children come back very quickly um, that I've, I can't say this for sure, but this is a pattern I've noticed. And when I've had somebody who's been in the spirit world, maybe 30 plus some years, sometimes they're back. Sometimes suicides come back quickly that I've noticed in a pattern as well. So I'm reading, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm having a full on conversation with someone who's still in the spirit world, or I'm reading someone who. I, I, I know there's a thumbprint that I'm reading because I get to the third piece of evidence and I'm like, oh, that's it. There's nothing else. And it's a struggle when you're on a stage because you're like, ah, yeah, 
uh, you know, I can and imagine. very quickly, do you have to race your mind around the fact that this person's already back? Right. Okay. So then what I'll do is I'll look for like, who are you back in? And sometimes they're just back. Other times I'm able to say, and there's a video on my website where I was doing a gallery reading at, for, I think it was 3000 people, whatever. And I, w- I had that happen to me. And I, there's actually a, a video on my website about it. And I'm doing this reading and I stopped for a second. You'll see me pause in the video. And I said, this person says they're back in your daughter who is now currently just pregnant. <gasps> and the lady says, I just got chills. and the lady says, and you see it on film, the, the client in the, in the crowd says, my daughter just told me this morning she was pregnant. So that happened. Wow. <laughs> so, and you don't know that anything that's going to happen when you're a medium. You have right. no idea. Right. Well, Shane but, said that you're going to read me on this podcast and I've got to tell you, I am so excited, oh, I <laughs> but yeah, that's what he said. But here's the thing. Um, I'm also uh, like nervous because who knows what's going to come up and now all of my listeners are going to hear. But before we even get to that, if you're still comfortable doing that, I do want to ask you, you said pattern. Being that you speak to um, spirits, you must hear a pattern of messages of maybe help helping us live in this world. If it's some sort of message that we're, we take something too seriously or we're not having enough fun, is there is there some message that you're constantly hearing from the other side that we and our listener, my listeners, can take in their own life of you know any advice? Yeah, the one thing that I find curiously continuous is spirit continues to say, and I am not a actually religious person. I don't know if I'm spiritual, if I'm a religious, I don't know what I am. I'm I'm just a medium. So when I say what I'm going to say has no personal effect or opinion coming from myself. It's just to answer your question, which is faith matters organized religion doesn't. And I, I actually pushed the spirit world on that because I'm like, well, what does that even mean? And I, I pushed and pushed and pushed on questioning them. And the continuous answer I get is faith in a higher power of oneself, that faith of oneself's higher power, knowing your abilities, not just in psychic mediumship, in life, in decision-making, etc., and good decision-making, healthy decisions to help other people as well as oneself. That type of faith and pulling in from a higher power, even if that power is of oneself, faith matters. That type of faith matters. That's something that I continue to get from them over and over. So if I had to give advice or was asked to, such as yourself just did, I would have to say that's a consistent message from the spirit world that is a little mind boggling to me because I'm not even sure what it all means, but it's consistent. You know, I kind of, I think I do know what it means because the older I get, I'm going to be 46 next month. And the older I get, I realize that we do have power and there is magic in this life. And, you know, with manifestation and believing and helping other people and just putting good out there, I've noticed that it's been coming back to me much more and my life is getting even more magical. Whereas Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I can't even explain it with words. It's just like, there is magic in this life and everything is possible. And we do have power within ourselves. I, I, that I, I agree with that 100%. 
you know, and I'm not saying there's, you know, for anyone else out there, I'm not saying there's not a Jesus or this, because I do hear that a lot here. Tell them Jesus is real and I met him. I hear that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I hear that a lot from spirit people. Um, but that generally kind of streams right back to what they all, they just say, oh, by the way, don't forget faith matters. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so I don't judge it or make anything of it. I just say what I get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about like health? Like, do they ever talk about what we eat? I mean, I know this is so such a sort of silly question, but like, do those, because I also listen to Esther Hicks. I don't know if you know who she is and she channels. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, she, you know, sometimes she talks about how everything is what we believe. So does it, I mean, it must matter that we take care of our bodies. I believe that's true. And for me, there's, that, that again is a twofold question. To answer that question, when you're looking at the Esther Hicks, et cetera, programs, that's very psychic. Okay. Psychic people who are psychic, all mediums are psychic. Okay? okay. Not all psychics are mediums. Got it. Okay. So that, that to answer that question, psychics are people who perceive things past, present, and future. It's a perception. Mediums, it's a reception. Mm. So you have your receiving from spirit world, you can't go get it. Okay. You have to wait for the information to come when you're working on the psychic side of things. It's very, very opposite. And you perceive and you go get information. So when you want to talk about health, I believe, no, I, this is what I believe. And this is what I've been told by the spirit world as a medium, they are not allowed to predict our future about anything because they're not allowed to alter our reality because they do know it. Okay. Because of free will. Right. Now, as a psychic, you can predict all you want because it's not coming from the spirit world. It's coming from you. Got or it. Or your God. You know what I mean? A lot of people have different thoughts on that, but that's what I see. And that's what I know. Okay. Got it. So to answer your question about health, I do believe that whatever we believe, like if we believe we have this cancer or we believe like I have a mess. Okay. So if they believe, if I believed that. I would probably be much more worse off in all these meds that they want me to take. And I don't take any. I go to the gym and I swim every day instead. So I believe and tell my mind, I don't have that. You people are wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Do I have bad days? Yeah. But nothing to the point where if I ingested that ideal, I would probably have that full on. Yes. Got okay. it. And then I, you, I, you said earlier that you teach people. So yep. how for the everyday person who doesn't necessarily like know much about this, like how can we tap into our intuition more or our, our psychic abilities uh, that we all have? Like, is there exercises? How do we flex that muscle? Mm -hmm. it, for me, the, the end goal of that question is the beginning answer. Okay. It's the, both the beginning and at the end and anything in between you achieve good for you. <laughs> the answer is trust. Trust. Trusting your intuition when you're driving and you're, as an example, people can, can flex this muscle in the way that every day driving a car, okay, you drive a car and you know that person is going to come over and not use their blinker and then they do it. Trust it. Okay. Pay attention to that and trust it because it's that, that exercise is immediate gratification and without immediate gratification in this realm, you cannot trust yourself. Because there won't be enough, um, I always say evidence equals confidence equals trust. When you have enough evidence, you'll gain confidence. When you have enough confidence, you'll start to trust it. 
You'll start to trust the signs. Absolutely. Well, and they're, they're all within. I mean, ask, do an exercise. I would tell all of your listeners to try this exercise. When you're going to Walmart or wherever you're going to go, you're going to the grocery store, ask for a parking spot, like maybe three parking spots up from where it is you want to park. Okay. Start practicing and asking that and saying, nope, it's going to be there. You'll see. And then when you go, it's there. Okay. You can literally manifest and learn to trust that this is the way things are, actually work. Right. And if you if you see that it works with a parking spot, imagine what else you can create. I don't know if this is true, but I have noticed in the last couple of years when I meditate, I feel like, <laughs> I know it's going to sound crazy, but I almost Not feel like sometimes, <laughs> thank you. When I <laughs> meditate, I have this like direct line to my spirit guides. Sometimes I'm having mm-hmm. a conversation. I get answers immediately when I'm in deep in meditation. Is that yes. me? Is that crazy or is that true? That's normal. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's my kind of normal. No That's one's ever what... called me normal in my entire life. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what should happen. Okay. My instincts with you is that you go into meditation completely open to hearing and experiencing whatever happens. Yes. And if you're doing that, you're going to get the results you're actually having because you're not going in with a human mind of expectation. You cannot have an expectation in any of these realms, whether it's psychic or mediumship or or for oneself, as you would say, exercising this muscle. You have to be completely open to anything that's possible for the highest and greatest good for oneself. And as long as you're doing that, that's why you are experiencing, gosh, my spirit guides just pop right in and they talk to me and they tell me this, they show me this, and that's what should happen. So even though you have never been called normal in this reality of psychic and paranormal, okay, mediumship, uh, the unknown, we, as I said earlier, we don't know what we don't know. And if you leave yourself open to these possibilities of anything that's as long as it's for the highest and greatest good for oneself always make sure you're saying that yeah um anything's possible so what's happening to you is totally what should be happening that's very normal when you're doing it right my my spirit guides also and i again i don't even know if this is my subconscious or my actual spirit guides but they have or at least they i there's a sense of humor to the messages and so is that like oh. Do spirit guides have personalities or is that my personality shining through? I would say both, but my instincts with you is your one of your because you have many guides. Everybody does. You have usually have a top three or four. Um, one that you're born with that stays with you the whole time. Um, I would say that's probably both. Your spirit guides know that you, your sense of humor is uh, very heightened in everyday reality. So they're going to use with you what is best what is best going to blend with you so they're going to give you someone you that that's attainable that, that that's a blend got it that match it's yeah. like a, it's like a spouse or something you know they're going to give you somebody that matches you know i love it and the other thing is when you have spirit guides everyone has them what i've learned and become to know truth is that you're born with one particular spirit guide that stays with you your entire life You're also given a team, but it's like going to school. When you have learned your lesson, a lesson that a particular spirit guide, other than your main spirit guide, was assigned to you to learn this lesson, they back up and a new one comes. 
It's like going to school. So you don't always have the same exact team of spirit guides. Just like when you go to school, you move on, you have different teachers, different coaches, different life lessons. And to give you those and help you and support you to have those in what is in the best interest of you, they will give you new guides when you're done learning your one le- your lesson, whatever it is. Interesting. I definitely know I have a spirit guide because the other day when I was meditating, I asked for help and it was almost this very sarcastic response of, we don't like, we don't have anything else we're doing. Like we are here, like we're bored when you don't talk to us. We're bored when you don't ask for our help. So like, ask us, like, this is our whole point of being, you know, to help you, to guide you through this human school. So it was, yeah, absolutely. And, And it's lovely to hear that people are starting to resonate and understand that is an absolute truth. You know, some people call them spirit guides. Some people call them angels. Some people call them you know, they want to believe that it's their relative. That's fine too. It doesn't matter what you believe as long as you know they're there and you know that they're there to help. Yeah. They're my spiritual homies. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Um, I want to hear about Vegas. And then if you are comfortable in reading me, if anything comes up, I'm open to listening, but I don't want to pressure you because God forbid, like if you're not ready, <laughs> I don't want to get any miss. Like I don't want to have a some signs that maybe aren't there. So if you are, inter- if, if you are open to that, I would love it. Yeah. Well, I, when, when I'm, uh, we'll talk about Vegas for a little bit. And then while we're talking about Vegas, put it in the back of your mind to ask me some questions. I'll do the psychic side of things for you. Okay. Um, and so just uh, think of a question or two or three, but oh, be careful. Goodness. Wait, I'm be careful. careful. Be careful for what? Be careful, but be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, no. I love honesty. It's, it's, I'm the same way. It's sometimes to a fault when I offend people, but, uh, I love, I can take it. My mama, if you met my mom, you'd understand why I have thick skin. Um, so wait, tell me about Vegas. Cause it's called brunched with an angel, right? Yes. Brunched by an angel. It's brunched by an angel.com. Um, it's also on, we're also on Instagram, brunched by an angel.com. Brunched by an angel. Oh. I love it. No, it's brunched. Like you're going to yeah. go have brunch with mimosas. <laughs> um, a, a lot of people are getting the brushed and brunched wrong. A lot of people, but that's okay. You, when you Google it, it comes up. Um, it's brunched by an angel. We have a residency at the Palms in Las Vegas, and we are going to be at the Chaos Theater. It's the second weekend of every month, November, December, January. And if they like us, they're going to. We're going to have a whole year contract there. Um, and I, my instinct is if I had to be psychic today, it's going to go in other avenues as well. <laughs> I love it. But for right now, it's in Las Vegas. And our first show is um, November 12th, I believe. Uh, there's two shows a day at the Palms. So I'm very, very excited. It's myself, Reggie. Uh, I call him Reggie, but it's Reginald Lewis and Christopher Allen and myself. And all three of us are on stage. We're going to read some of the crowd. And then we're going to go down and actually read at the VIP tables individually. And we'll come back up. We'll do another reading or two. We have um, a pretty uh, fancy band behind us. I apologize to the band that I don't remember their name. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, so, and it's, I think it's a two hour event. And you can just go to either the Palms, Brunch by an Angel, my website, Reggie's website, um, or Christopher Allen's website, um, Reginald Lewis. So you can go to any one of those websites to buy tickets. Okay. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a good old time. I'm very excited about it. I love um, being able to, I think my favorite thing about being on stage is that you can affect a lot of people with one message. Yeah. Because the people that come in and they're like, okay, my girlfriend dragged me to this. I'll go because she wanted to. 
those people become believers with the evidence that comes through. Right. So you're able to affect everyone in the room with the details and the facts. And the two guys that I'm working with, they're amazing. And with their details and their facts, etc. So it, it should be really like mind blowing, I say. So and you can affect 300 people with one reading. And that's the idea behind mediumship is to help everybody heal and bring them to the ideal that mediumship is real. It's and you get brunch. Sorry. And you get brunch. And you get brunch. Yes. <laughs> It's a trifecta of spiritual readings and a brunch. I mean, what more could you ask for? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's your website? Midwestmedium.com. Brunched by an Angel is the next couple of months. So everybody either go to that website or Lurianne's. And I really appreciate it. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 